welcome and welcome back to the Little Minimal Loving Podcast. I'm Magdalene O'Reilly, your host. Today, for our special episode of Book Versations, I have a guest with me here today, and it's my husband, Joseph Riley. Hi, Joe. Hello, how's it going? So tell us a little bit about your background of how you started to get into reading, because I know that uh, six years ago when we started dating, you weren't really much of a reader, and you didn't really talk about books, so, and then, so tell us about how this came to be in your life. Well, um, I think everybody wants to be a reader. That's the thing. So I went to college and I was, you know, forced to read some stuff. And I never really read stuff on my own, uh, um, except for school, high school and college. Um, So eventually um, I got a book that my dad lent me and I was like really into the book. Do you remember Um, what that was? It was Eric Larson's um, Dead Wake which is a book about World War One, the Lusitania, the, the events leading up to World War One. Um, it was a really good, um, it was a really good book, historical book, and I enjoyed it. So then I just started to read more, and uh, at first it was hard because it took me weeks, and I thought that was quick because I was really thought I was reading a lot, and uh, you have to retrain your brain to kind of like just it's like exercise. So when you you start reading. Uh, you know, I was at, back then I would look at phones and I would, you know, do a lot of different things where, you know, it's kind of scatterbrained. And that's where reading kind of helps you focus, and I, I find that's the best thing. So it trains your brain, and it helps with everything in life, I mean, I think. Uh, so, yeah, and now I could go through a book in, like, two days, like a novel. Like, if I, you know, if I have time, I can really just plow right through it. So, uh yeah, so I wasn't always a reader, so I would just recommend people would, you know, start off with something, a subject you like, and, uh, you know, don't force it, just kind of, you know, read it and go, you know, try to go back and, um, you know, don't get frustrated, and and um, it'll come. Books are, are key because um, you can have a lot less stuff, you read books, you can go to the library or go to thrift stores and um, when you're, you're involved with books uh, you'll spend a lot of time reading and you'll won't have to own as many things you know so for me it's uh, uh, my life is simplified by books that's a great way to compare book ownership with minimalism because you're basically saying feed your imagination like you don't need stuff like the that's where that's where you're coming from mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't even need a big library. You can, you can. I usually just have a couple books at a time. I either get them at the library or like thrift stores, and then I read them and I'll give them away or, or return them to the library. So like you might just take up a couple feet of your apartment. So it's it's you know it's great. So what about other formats? Have you tried any other way to read or listen to a book? I mostly read physical books, but I tried audio book. Um, and I really liked it. I liked the experience of it. Like I, I, I get more into physical books because like you're really concentrating on that. You don't have any noise. It's just within your own head. But um, yeah, I like audiobooks, and I, I want to try Kindle eventually too. Um, I think I want to try your Kindle. So how do you listen to your audiobook? 
Well, I listen by CD because I rent from the library. Uh, or you go to YouTube. Um, like you can find a lot of older books. That's where I found 1984. I think it's good that you mentioned YouTube because... It's free. I mean, everybody has access to YouTube. You know, we, we have YouTube ac accessible from our smartphones or from computers. So it's very easily available, even if you don't want to get a library card. Mm -hmm. Now, what would you say is like a pro or a con of either reading a physical book or, re or like if you did an audio book? What are your experiences? How would you compare those experiences for people who are trying to just get back into reading in general? Hold that thought. We will be right back. This podisode of Bookversation would like to feature a book entitled Clarity for Your Creative Career, written by Laura Mioli Ferragon. Clarity for Your Creative Career combines perspectives from more than 20 accomplished artists. Use your creativity and resourcefulness to survive and thrive. Learn how your mindset and emotions can be used to your advantage and lead you towards clarity. Discover your ideal career based on past experiences to live a happy, healthy life. For more information, go to lauramioli.com forward slash book. Now available on Amazon and Kindle Unlimited. And welcome back. Well, yes, there's a major difference. I find with audiobook, it's good you can do other stuff. Like I have like was making bread or cooking dinner, uh, doing stuff around the house. Uh, I could listen to an audiobook. Um, you could even do, you know, exercise on a bicycle, you know, like a stationary bike or something. You could do a lot more, whereas a physical book, you just have to be there, like, looking at the book. So... Um, but the cons with it is you can get distracted with, I find, with audiobook. You can, if you're doing something else, you might have to uh, go back and, um, you know, go back a chapter or something and kind of re-hear it. With physical books, I don't really have that problem. I never really have to go back because I'm reading so much that I'm, like, when I'm, when I'm reading, I'm really into the book. Um, so it's just like training the mind, but... Uh, yeah, that's the major difference. I've seen you read a lot of different books, so what would you say the reading has offered you personally? Well, I think reading um, is the only way really to get in someone else's brain or soul or whatever, because if you read a novel or whatever you're reading, or educational or historical, you can kind of uh, really get into get into the subject or the person or the story. And I feel like it can make you more compassionate, uh, make you um, just com concentrations better. Um, your conversation will be better because you're you're open to new things, you know. And uh, it's kind of good because I, mean, I just read a book about like homosexuality, uh, you know, the characters, you know, dealing with the press pressures of society. So you kind of can get in someone else's head and how they feel, uh, like. Uh, um, where you don't get that day-to-day, -day. so you can, you might have more compassion in the long run. Yeah, I agree with uh, with you, Joe, and I think that's one of the reasons why maybe the book reading is a way to truly understand, like, the human nature, perhaps, because we don't really know, even, like, talking to you and knowing each other for so long, we might not even know each other that well because, I mean, we can't read each other's books. 
Yeah, I mean, that's Unless probably, I write one about myself. <laughs> probably a diary is like the only way to really, you can get to know somebody without meeting them. Like the, that diary of Anne Frank is was so profound is because people can get in the head of a 13-year-old Jewish girl in, the, in, in Europe during World War II. Uh, so that that's why I was successful, and that's what's different than cinema. It's great. I love cinema, but it's a different art, and it, you don't really get in people's heads, but you get the outside visuals, and I find that books is the way to get in, into someone's head. I've always wondered, like, what motivates people to, like, pick up a book and read? How do you just go about your day and suddenly think, oh, this is the moment I'm going to pick up a book and read? Because I think a lot of the time in our life right now, um, in people's lives, we're busy, we're doing all these other things, we have to tend to emails and everything else, grocery shopping and laundry. Like, how do you just stop and say, oh, I'm going to read a book? How, like, how does that happen for you? I always try to find time for reading because uh, I find it centers me. Like, um, if I, before sleep, and it's also the best sleep aid, so, like, that's another thing with positive reading is, like, uh, usually we both read before we go to sleep, and if you're tired, you're going to fall asleep. If you, if it's midday and you're reading, you're going to fall asleep because it's just very relaxing and it centers you. and. Um, I think it uh, should be recommended to people with, you know, having trouble sleeping. It might be the first thing to try. Um, but yeah, I just kind of try to find time and if I have like a day off, I'll usually do a couple hours and I, I just find it's really beneficial. Um, so yeah, you got to try to find it. If you're really busy, you might only have 15 minutes in a day, but it's you, to utilize that time, it'll probably help you. That's great advice. Thanks. Thank you, Joe. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, thank you, Magdalena. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Little Minimal Loving Podcast. This is your host, Magdalena Rayleigh.